Well, with South Africa's critical budget coming up on Wednesday, it's an absolute pleasure to welcome Charles DeVette, tax executive from ENS Africa, to the show today. Charles, thanks for joining us. Very important time. Uh, a lot of big decisions coming up on, on Wednesday. That's right. Budget week is all, always uh, an important week in, in South Africa. And it's when the Minister of Finance gets to tell us whether, whether his um, I mean, budget is balanced, whether he needs to go out and borrow more, more money. And uh, very importantly for the man in the street, what the impact of any tax changes is going to be. Of course, and the elephant in the room, of course, is the energy crisis, load shedding. Can we expect anything there? I mean, of course, collections, tax collections is, is a big issue. But when it comes to, you know, any any alleviation of the load, you know, and incentives for people with solar, etc., can we expect something in, on, on that front? It, it certainly sounds like there's going to be some, some movement on that. I mean, the, the commissioner, uh, Kisveta, uh, announced that sort of a week ago that that was, the, that was on the agenda. I mean, the president in, in uh, the State of the Nation address also made, made reference uh, uh, to that. So I think, I mean, it, it, it's likely that there... There, there will be some announcements. It's a little bit difficult to work out exactly what that announcement mm. could be, simply because there are already quite ca favourable uh, capital allowances or deductions against taxable income mm. uh, that businesses are, are, are entitled to. You know, so when it's less than one megawatt, you can deduct all your uh, capital expenditure, uh, except maybe in respect of batteries in one year, and otherwise you deduct it over over three years at sort of 50, 30, 20 yeah. uh, basis. But it's likely that, uh, I mean, this this relief could, could come in, in, in a couple of other forms. One, in terms of some sort of subsidy payment, just to help people with the initial uh, mm. capital cost in the uh, in the circumstances. I think from business perspective, that would uh, m make a difference. And then also, you know, f from individuals currently, they, or for individuals rather, you know, currently they're not entitled to any kind of tax deduction for the hundreds of thousand rands that they need to spend to put up a, a proper uh, solar system. And, you know, hopefully there'll be some sort of announcement uh, that will give them a tax benefit uh, in those circumstances as well, you know, specifically when they are supplying any excess generation capacity back onto the grid, because potentially that then, you know, they, they are then conducting a trade and uh, maybe qualify for, uh, I mean, good tax incentives on that basis as well. Yeah, the costs are quite high. I mean, I just got quoted 126,000. You know, everyone is looking at these alternatives and it's, it's steep, you know, for the average household in South Africa, GDP, you know, not growing strongly, inflation on the rise. You know, so I think that'll be most welcome. Um, average guy just can't afford those numbers, you know, to get a couple of uh, solar panels up. And, you know, the whole thing is, is if we can alleviate the load, that's great. Now, I just wanted to talk about load shedding and the impact on the broader tax base. You know, it's, um, it, it's one, it's, it's a concern because we've had collect We've had, you know, being propped up by, you know, the commodities boom. But this load shedding impact on business is a bit of a concern as well, right? I, I think it's going to have a significant impact on, on, on tax collections. Uh, I mean, it kind of sort of at, at, at two levels, probably. Uh, I mean, you know, turnover is down. People don't want to go to shopping centers mm. when the lights are not on. Uh, you know, even in some instances when they do have uh, backup generators. And just, I mean, the, you know, the, the additional costs associated with uh, uh, staying up, you know, we've seen some of the, I mean, big retailers uh, announce really big numbers as far as that's concerned. And that has a, I mean, a, a direct impact on their, on, on their profit. And that means that they're going to be making less profit. And as a result of that, pay, pay less tax. I mean, the counter to that is that, uh, 
I mean, you know, they would be paying fuel levy on the purchase of diesel for the uh, for the generators, and that's something else that should get attention. You know, yeah. I mean, you know, the purpose of the fuel levy and the road accident fund is to look after the roads and not to keep uh, shopping centres and and other businesses uh, uh, operational. So, you know, they, they, they hopefully, uh, I mean, you know, that is something that will be dealt with as well. Of course, wealth taxes, you know, is is, is a perennial kind of discussion. Um, unlikely this year. I think it's always been unlikely, and I think it's more unlikely this year than than, yep. than ever before. You know, I mean, we've seen a, a, I mean, because of the uh, situation that we find ourselves in, you know, we we've seen lots of people emigrate. Uh, I mean, you know, as a result of that, I mean, you know, uh, the, the the tax uh, tax paying population is that uh, continues to uh, to decrease. And any increase in, you know, either the maximum marginal rate above 45 percent or, you know, the introduction of uh, a wealth tax while, you know, would go down, you know, go down well uh, from a political perspective, I think would have a, have a really negative uh, uh, economic impact and something that, uh, you know, it would be a very brave finance minister that went down that road simply mm-hmm. because it won't really have a, have a blip on the budget through all the numbers. It is not worthy, the negative news that goes with it. Yeah, and then, of course, obviously inflation on the rise. I mean, how, how will that deal with the bracket creep um, issue? So, I mean, we've always I mean, seen a fiscal drag adjustment, uh, mm. which is, you know, to sort of to account for inflation uh, because of people's salaries increasing slightly. I mean, in the, in the early 2000s, Minister Manuel used to make a big deal of the amount of money that he was putting back into mm. into taxpayers uh, uh, pockets it kind of went off the boil a little mm. bit because I think inflation rates were lower so there was no necessity to make that uh, that big adjustment I mean I w- would expect this year that there will be some sort of mm. adjustment I think it's you know unlikely to be the full impact of uh, uh, of inflation we've seen higher inflation in the last little while so you know it I, w- one would hope for a a, a higher uh, adjustment to the to the tables to to account for for, for bracket creep but I just think it's not affordable in the mm. uh, in the circumstances so you know why the individuals are the are the largest taxpayers I think that you know when it'll get to the point where there, there, there will be some sort of token adjustment as far as that's concerned but but not the full impact of of inflation so everybody's going to be poor after wednesday yeah and, and of course the top marginal rate 45 you you obviously uh, no no change there 45 percent yeah i the, can't can't envisage any change there at any all change. Stick to my, my, my state 45 percent there are too few people that are in that bracket uh, ah. in any case and uh, so no no change is expected yeah and then of course corporate tax you know we've had this the new change uh, years ending on or after 31 march 2023 you know so that's kind of in in play at the moment uh, quite a nice relief for businesses any change expected on that front we, we, we would hope that there would be a change announced i mean i think mm. it's probably uh uh, premature at, at at this stage. I mean, last time it was sort of on a no-cost basis, so you know there, there were limitations to uh, assess losses being transferred um, and sort of interest uh, rules, or I mean, the deductibility of interest in the circumstances that hasn't worked its way through the system uh, completely. So I, you know, I I would expect National Treasury would first want to see the the, the impact of. Uh, 
uh, of that. So I think that they're going to be conservative as far as as far as that's concerned. I mean, the issue is that to a very large extent, our tax rate is still very high in global terms, yeah. and we need foreign direct investment. So you know, a, a, an announcement, I mean, a further reduction of of tax rate would be uh, would be very uh, very positive, and I think would have uh, you know a, a a good impact on uh, on on business confidence. But to balance the budget and where we're at at the moment, I think it's unlikely that there'll be any changes in that space. And of course, we need economic growth desperately. There was a bit of an uproar over the restrictions, proposed restrictions on capital allowances. Um, probably not likely, that, that type of thing. A bit of an uproar on that um, at the time. Uh, what, what is your expectation on the capital allowance front? Yeah, so I mean, I, there's been pushback on on uh, mm. on that, and uh, you know, sort of in terms of using that as a tax instrument. Um, I mean, it, it is a great instrument to encourage uh, investment, and by encouraging investment, hopefully, you build economic growth uh, into it, which we desperately need because that will increase the size of the of, of the tax base as well. But you know, very unlikely that there will be any changes on that. I mean, there's been a concerted. Uh, uh, Plan over time to reduce those uh, capital allowances, and you know specifically to for you know to make sure that some industries don't don't benefit more than uh, than others. So you know, kind of a hope would be yes, let you know let let, let uh, let's allow them so that we can get economic growth. But I think in the in, in the re, in the real world, there won't be a significant change, and we're going to see over time see a further uh, you know reduction in in uh, in those allowances. And then when it comes to withholding tax on income flows um, for uh, to non-residents, uh, I, I know we're at, uh, I think, 15%. There. Any expected change on that front? Uh, again, no change expected. So, you know, maybe maybe we're heading for sort of a no-news budget from, I mean, mm. in terms of sort of the, the run-of-the-mill stuff. Uh, simply, I mean, I, I, I think... Uh, th- there's a possibility that people would say, you know, let's increase it to 20% uh, yeah. because uh, that will generate more, more more revenue. But I think the sensible answer is it should stay the uh, the same. You know, let, 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 let's make it worthwhile for people to uh, to invest capital and not, not pay more tax in the, uh, in the circumstances. So we would not want to see any change on that at all. Now, of course, when you're faced with high inflation like this, some jurisdictions have implemented temporary VAT rate decreases. Uh, what can we expect on that front? It's not uh, politically popular, of course, and we recently had um, the VAT change. So, I mean, you know, long term, the VAT rate has to increase. I think it's yeah. the only way that some of the programs that have been announced, I mean, in terms of the basic in- income grant and, uh, you know, the national health insurance, it's the only way that it becomes affordable. You know, 1% increase in, in VAT rate is probably translate, translates into about 25 billion rand in, uh, in, in, in additional income. South Africa has always, you know, sort of resisted uh, the change in COVID. They didn't, uh, you know, re- reduce the rate to stimulate the, the economy. I just, to an extent, I think uh, I think it's not affordable. So, you know, while uh, on the medium term, there must be an expectation of the of an increase in the VAT rate sort of edging up to 16 or 17%. I mean, I think we would then be close to the African average and, you know, still below the uh, the global average, but it's not going to happen this year.
We're, of course, under the radar of the FATF with a grey listing decision coming up uh, pretty soon, end of Feb 24th, I believe. Um, and, and SARS is very pivotal in tackling illicit trade. And, and um, do we expect any big announcements on that? I know there's been a couple of cases relating tobacco industry money laundering, for instance. I mean, we, we, we've seen sort of the programs increasing uh, on that. You know, I mean, illicit trade is still a very big part of the economy. And, you know, there's, there, there's lots of lost taxes in, the, uh, in those circumstances. So that would be a good way to, you know, for SARS to bolster their, uh, their finances. I mean, we, we have seen improve, uh, improvements, some actions that have been, uh, been taken. Uh, but I mean, it's certainly something that you know need, need, needs much more attention. So if we can get everybody into the legitimate economy and paying their fa- a fair share of uh, of taxes. So hopefully, uh, you know, there will be some announcements uh, around that and around the, I mean, the, the the excise program and the way you know the the way that it's calculated. So I think there's a big sense at the moment that the current uh, uh, methodology, you know, probably stimulates uh, illicit trade than uh, uh, than discouraging it. Mm. I've obviously, I've, I've been chased a little bit to pay my TV license, which I did as a good citizen. Um, and, and I know there's talk of this digital device tax for TV license. Do you expect anything on that front in the budget? It, I mean, it, it, it's been on the, on, on the radar for a while. I mean, you know, there are issues in terms of the collection of license fees, etc. And I mean, you know, I think the, the president was very precise in terms of, you know, the, I mean, the changes that were happening, happening in the, in, in the transmission uh, space. Uh, that I, I mean, it, it, it's probably a, a small change. I mean, there are challenges uh, around that. So, you know, if I, if I had to bet on anything specific, I think this would be it. Would be it. Okay, brilliant. Um, now, of course, climate change, the, the Paris Accord um, and big decisions made with a just energy transition. South Africa has to start implementing this movement. Um, and, and of course, carbon taxes have been waiting for a, you know, a little bit of a, a stronger uh, drive and implementation. Um, where, where will we be with carbon taxes? But, I mean, you know, last year there was a big announcement and kind of the long-term plan. Mm. I mean, that was quite significant. And, you know, the, I mean, a, a significant increase in rates. I mean, that's been trimmed back slightly in the uh, in, in, uh, in the circumstances. But, you know, I mean, we, we still have a long way to, to go with uh, on that. And, you know, it is important that from a policy perspective, we get it right and, uh, you know, sort of encourage businesses to, to comply on uh, on that, so one one would hope that there would be an announcement in terms of you know exactly what the uh, the plan is as far as uh, that's concerned. Uh, I think the rates are already out there, but you know we need to get people spying to this and that they uh, you know for for the good of the uh, of the environment take account of it as opposed to just you know it it being another tax that uh, reduces their profit margin. And of course, for individuals, um, some people want to pay down debt uh, post-COVID, etc. Um, and and there was this talk of this two-part. Well, there is a two-part retirement system being implemented, but slightly postponed. Um, can we expect an update? Again, hopefully there will be an update. I think last year's announcement was premature. Mm-hmm. You know, part of the public hearings that you know there's mm-hmm. a lot more admin associated with it. Yeah. It's more complicated than than was envisaged at that particular point in time. It is, I mean, it is very important, though. 
you know, in terms of long-term long-term sustainability and reliance on the state for for pension funding, etc. You know, it's important that when we get this policy instrument implemented as uh, as fast as possible. So again, you know, a, a, a status update and a and a policy direction on uh, on this, and I think on you know confirmation if they're still going down this uh, this road would be very positive. Well, Charles, thanks very much for the time and great chatting to you. I think you've highlighted some really important um, aspects that we need to look out for and that are imperative to getting South Africa's fiscal strength up and rebuilding that fiscal space. So thanks very much. It's been great chatting to you. Uh, thanks, Aaron. Great great talking to you about the, about the budget. Always an exciting time. Indeed. Yes, we're going to watch closely. Um, obviously, not maybe not as many surprises, but I think it's, um, it's, it's literally going to be critical, you know, just to kickstart this economy and, and give the support where it's needed. So, Charles, thanks very much. It's a pleasure.